actual money from trading comes from every single thing you do before. That's back trading. We talk about discipline. Really, how many hours a day do you back trade? How many how many days a week do you back trade? What do you what is your morning routine? Are you waking up every day and you're just absolutely stressed out of your mind about either upcoming bills or financial situations or school starting again? You got to take kids to school and your your daily routine changes. You have to be in the right mind frame to train, right? You have to have a clear sense of yourself to know, okay, maybe today's not the day for me to trade. I'm feeling a certain kind of way. I'm feeling really aggressive. I feel like I have to overachieve today for whatever reason. And I'm not sure why. That's a, that's, a, that's a common feeling that people might feel. Take it back. Listeners from around the world, it is time for another RLT Pivot Podcast. My name is Tracy, and I am joined again with my co-host, Dan Jansen. And in today's topic, we are going to be discussing discipline. Now, I know we've talked about this many times in other episodes, but today we're going to focus on something a little bit different because most of the other episodes have been what does discipline discipline look like? What are the habits of discipline? But we don't really get into the tips and tricks and what do you do if you're still struggling? You know what a discipline trader looks like, but you still can't get there. So that's kind of what we're going to be discussing today. And Dan, I guess let's let's start out by, you know, why is discipline important and recapping a little bit of what a discipline trader is. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great topic. I, I think with the I, I think the word discipline is a very vast word. So I, I think you could apply that to different things. I mean I you could apply it to just trading. You could apply it to anything that you're doing in your life even just comes down to a basic routine of I, I want to work out because I want to look a certain way or be healthy or something like that. You need that discipline just to wake up and do the same thing over and over again. Right. Um, even at times it could be difficult. It could be uh, a struggle. There could be more emotions. There could be outside noise. There could be a whole lot of distractions that take you away from your goal. And it's really the focus that allows you to just kind of re re course correct yourself and get back into that topic. So, or, or back into that mission of what you want to do. Right. So there's going to be a lot of distractions that keep you away from things that you want to do on your daily life. Same thing with, with, uh, tr with trading. We talked about before every trader should treat this like a business. Every trader should have a business plan. The business plan is only good if you follow it. Right. And that takes a certain amount of discipline to follow those rules. Be as repetitive as always Matt, Matt, who might be a, he might be a robot himself. I'm not sure, but he encourages people. Trading should be like a robot. You should be robotic when trading. You should see whether whether the trade's going to work or not. That's up to the market. That's up, that's not up to you. What's up to you is how can you follow your plan and how can you do that same routine over and over and over again throughout the course of a eight, nine hour day, right? If you're trading for that long. And it it does take a lot of focus, it does take a lot of uh, mental stability to to be able to create that kind of focus and be able to take the trades when you get the best risk reward. Right. So I, I think there's a, a, a vast direction we could go with, with the word uh, with that word and, and this topic itself. But I think being able to stay on course and just stay focused and kind of repeat that same process over and over again and ignore the distractions, ignore the hype, ignore the next meme stock, ignore Jim Cramer on TV telling you, you should buy when you're looking at charts and you're like, this looks like an easy sell. Right. Yeah. So that's, 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 I think, what it takes to stay on that track and, and be focused and disciplined. Gotcha. 
And I do want to highlight this again. I've mentioned this previously in discussions we've had around discipline, but my view on discipline, because I hear people say, I'm just not a disciplined person or I lack discipline or whatever. And I want to challenge those people that say that. I want to challenge the way that you're thinking in this way. Discipline is an act. It is a behavior. It is something that you do. It is a verb. And if you feel like you're a, an undisciplined person, chances are it's you are disciplined. You're disciplined in doing the things that you don't want to be doing or you think you shouldn't be doing. It's all what Dan just said about realigning that focus. So changing the focus from one thing to another because you are, if let's, for instance, let's say that you don't want to get up early in the morning. You're just not disciplined enough to get up early in the morning. You are disciplined to sleep in. That's kind of the act. And if you can change the way that you're thinking that it is a behavior and an act, it takes the power back. It gives that power back to you to say, this is a choice. I can exhibit my discipline in the way that I want to, to exhibit it. All right. So moving on, we are going to dive into, you know, what the discipline trader looks like. You know that it's somebody that follows their plan. They, they do what they say they're going to do, and uh, they don't let other things distract them or derail them. Now, what do you do if you understand all that, but you still find that you're being derailed? The first thing that we're going to talk about is the root causes. What is really causing you to not be disciplined in the direction that you want to be? For instance, your trading plan. What are some of the root causes that might be leading you to not follow your trading plan? Dan, do you have some suggestions on what some of those root causes might be? And how do you identify it? Yeah, so it depends on, I guess, what the trader themselves would be struggling with. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, you could have the discipline in, in not being able to click the button when you see the trade. You could be getting into multiple trades more than more than your plan will allow because you just get too excited. Mm -hmm. um, you could just have that fear of losing. I think that's a big, big fear that a lot of traders, I think that's a, why a lot of people would stay away from the market in general is they just don't want to lose. Mm -hmm. right they don't want to go to work and then at the end of the day they lost money right but it happens there's, there's nothing you can do it's about the longevity right so I, I think going back to try to find that root cause of what is making you tick what is what is giving you that first little bit of fear or panic or just the, that you want to maybe not even fear or panic but just excitement Right, that you're just like I need to jump in because uh, somebody else is taking a trade, or somebody else is hyping up this, or earnings came out on this company, and I feel like I'm missing the whole trade. Right, a lot of times that causes chasing. A lot of times that causes us to to get in late to trades, and we're buying when everybody else is already profitable and selling. Right, mm -hmm. but we don't we don't realize it at the time. But if we go back and we look at it, analyze the chart later, we're like, what in the world was I getting in here? But we get so caught up in the moment of wanting to chase that. So I think we have to find out what the root cause is of the, of the issue. First of all, find out, are you disciplined or not? Really ask yourself, do I think I'm a disciplined trader? And if the answer is no, then what makes you not a disciplined, disciplined trader? Mm -hmm. Right. And then from that point, you kind of have to start digging deep, deep. Am I too attached to the money? Am I just in this more for gambling or am I in this to, to actually make a career, make some profit, mm -hmm. uh, some P and L and, the way I look at things is every action does have a reaction. So before you take a trade, 
ask yourself, is this trade or is this setup something I would normally take? And is this something that could get me closer to my goal? Or is, is this possibly going to be something that takes me further from my goal? Right. And if it's further from your goal, don't do it. You're just not being disciplined on that, on that setup. Right. It's interesting because the whole time you're talking, just what everything that you're mentioning has a common theme and it's all emotionally based. And we just actually had an episode on emotional trading and to how to recognize the, whether or not you're being affected by emotional biases. But every single thing that you just said there has an emotional component to it. And that is generally one of the root causes of why you aren't following your plan, why you're not being disciplined. And uh, it really comes from self-awareness. So some of the other tips that we're going to talk about right now are going to help with that self-awareness. But one of the next tips that we want to discuss is the option. And I, I've never done this myself. It is available for people. And I don't think it's a bad option. In fact, I was actually listening to Lewis Howes the other day in the School of Greatness podcast. And he was talking about his relationship with his previous girlfriends versus his his new girlfriend and he talked about how in a lot of his relationships he they would wait until things started to break down and then he would suggest you know let's go to therapy and by then things have already broken down one or two one or both of them don't see the value in keeping the relationship going and therefore they don't have buy-in to going into therapy to begin with and this time his relationship he decided to do things a little bit differently right off the bat he said how how would we go to therapy? Let's let's start our relationship off with a good foundation right off the bat and let's establish this thing by going to therapy. Let's get some good habits in place. And I kind of actually like this this next tip which is to work with a trading psychologist. And like I said I've never done this but I think it's a good idea regardless of whether you're struggling or not struggling. It might be one of those things that can tool you up and get you uh in a position where you're successful for what comes next, or even, you know, preventing some of the issues that could arise later on due to some fear and some greed and some emotional issues when you get into some losing streaks or market changes and all that kind of stuff. So uh, that's a good tip. Dan, have you ever thought about working with a trader psychologist? Have you even heard of one? Well, you, you guys think I do this podcast for to help other people. No, this is all selfish. This is this is my psychology. This is, <laughs> this is your psychology. This is my therapy right here. I'm just talking go. to you, Tracy Ball. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I would consider myself lucky where I have Jeremy as a phone call away. Yeah. Right. I got you a phone call away. I got Arabia. I got Johnny. I got Tracy. I, I got um Tony. I, there's so many people that are professional traders that have you, you could go you could go out and there's there's therapists that deal specifically in every aspect of of life um for me I, I think honestly being able to bounce ideas off of talk to people that have done this for as long or longer than i have that have been through some of the same struggles the same uh how come this month is just bad how come this week is bad how come this day is bad how come I'm taking trades and it's, you know, the same trade I might've taken yesterday, but today is not working. Right. And just, just to be able to, whether they give good advice, great advice or poor advice, it's still somebody to just kind of bounce ideas off of and, and just kind of express how you are feeling. Because a lot of times, if you keep a lot of that, just confusion, that anger, the frustration, if you keep that in, it bottles up. Mm -hmm. Right. And then that, typically stems to to flow down to okay i'm i'm just so worked up that the next trade i have to carry that into it 
right? So just even clearing, clearing your, your mindset, clearing your head and just getting refocused and just kind of looking at the bigger picture of things and not so much one trade, two trades, three trades. I think that will help overcome a lot of the, the struggles and having somebody, anybody to talk to, even uh, we, we suggest this a lot. And if you guys are in the community right now, uh, right now we're recording this during free week, but so anybody that's joining, anybody that's here, try to try to get a trading partner, right? Bounce ideas off them. Both of you are going through something, whether they're more experienced, less experienced, you guys start trading at the same time. That extra person that you guys could kind of handhold throughout your process, throughout your journey, it makes it a lot easier to do it with somebody than to do it alone, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's true for for everything. So find somebody, what no matter who it is, and and um, you know talk to them. I think that's a great point, and and I guess the this is such a lonely a lonely profession that getting that support network is really important. And that support network could include a professional trading psychologist. You don't have to feel bad about it. So if you don't have the right people around you, you know, consider that as an option. And otherwise, you know, consider RLT as an option because we definitely have enough individuals here that practice enough of this trading psychology. Uh, They can help in some massive ways. In fact, we even have, is that our trading psychology program free? Dan? Um, I don't know if it's free. It Master a free course. I, I know you. with like the ninety day course, I think you might get it. And okay, it, well, it's well worth looking. We have stuff. we have lots of videos out there on trading psychology, and that that master class is is really cool. So consider you know watching that. But uh, the next tip, and again, this plays really well into the first tip that we had, and that's mindfulness and meditation, and taking that time. Well, Tracy, Tracy, I'm going to interrupt you for a second. Okay. Before you continue, I just want to get yeah. to this comment because I think it's very, very great comment made by Richard Jett in the chat. Okay. Because uh, we were just talking about finding a buddy, finding a, uh, someone to talk to, mentor. And Richard Jett says, that's a rough task. My friends don't trade. I don't think my friends trade either. Trust me. Neither but do mine. Yep. All, all my friends that are in this community trade. Yeah. Right. There's there's a ton of people out there, Richard. So um, ha- having somebody that does not trade that you immediately know in your already existing group of friends doesn't mean that there's not a new friend just waiting for you. Somebody that's already into it. And uh friendship is built around common interests, right? So if you're in the community long enough, you're going to talk to other traders. Um, don't, don't make an excuse for why you can't, you, you can't uh, find somebody to, to talk to a trade with. Yes, I'm sorry, absolutely. Trace, I don't want to cut you off, but oh no, that's a, that's quite yeah. all right. That's a really good point. I mean, I, I'm in the same boat. I'm sure you're in the same boat. Almost all of my friends in support network are are via Zoom, and in fact, most of my friends that I know that that act as my support network don't even live in the same country as I do. So it's it's about finding the people around you. And like I said, there's a multitude of different resources that you can use to get the support that you need. The point being is don't go it alone. You don't need to struggle this alone. There's no need for it. You can reach out to RLT anytime you want. There's somebody here to help you. I can guarantee that. We have got a heart of gold. That is our mission. We want to enrich lives. That is what we do. And there is absolutely zero reason on this planet that anybody should be suffering through this alone on their journey to become just anything better than what they already are or whatever goals they have. So now we'll step into mindfulness and meditation. And like I said earlier, this plays really well into the first tip that we suggested, uh, which is to become, you know, figure out what the root causes are. Root causes and deciding what those root causes are really comes down to being self-aware. 
And to be self-aware, you need to take that time to actually listen to yourself, listen to what your body is saying, listen to what your mind is saying, become one with it, really. And that is what meditation and mindfulness is all about, taking that deep breath in, giving yourself a moment to actually sit with your emotions, sit with who you are, sit with your thoughts and process whatever you need to process. That's one step. And by doing that, you're telling yourself that it's okay. I want to know myself a little bit better. That's your time to get to know yourself. It's just like any other relationship. We spend time courting each other in perspective, uh, romantic relationships. We spend time with friends, getting to know them. We do one-on-ones with friends. We ask questions, but we don't take the time to get to know ourselves. And that's something that I think we negate because we are the most important person in our world. We always will be because nobody else is going to put us first. So it's really important for us to make sure that we take care of our needs and get to know ourselves, get to know ourselves so that we can love ourselves, get to know ourselves so that we can step in front of some of these issues before they become an issue. And on top of that, we can help others help us by having better awareness. Dan, what are your thoughts on meditation and uh, mindfulness? I think I'm about to clear the room right now. Nobody's going to want to hear this next statement. Uh, <laughs> everyone's everyone's about to leave, trust me. But nobody's ever made money by trading. Everyone's still here? Nobody yeah. left yet? <laughs> Nobody, trading, making money and trading is typically the reaction from everything else you do, right? Trading, your money doesn't come from trading. That's just you hitting the buttons and all that stuff. Fantastic. Your account's either up, down, and that's all progression and the account will grow. But the actual money from trading comes from every single thing you do before. That's back trading. We talked about discipline. Really, how many hours a day do you back trade? How many, how many days a week do you back trade? What, do you, what is your morning routine? Are you waking up every day and you're just absolutely stressed out of your mind about either upcoming bills or financial situations or school starting again? You got to take kids to school and your, your daily routine changes. You have to be in the right mind frame to trade, right? You have to have a clear sense of yourself to know, okay, maybe today's not the day for me to trade. I'm feeling a certain kind of way. I'm feeling really aggressive. I feel like I have to overachieve today for whatever reason. And I'm not sure why. That's all. That's a that's a common feeling that people might feel. Take it back, right? Your day starts when you wake up, whatever time that is. If you say, hey, I want to get up early, get up early, get your workout in. Uh, I think Thomas Wong, I think he was on the podcast and he was talking about his morning routine. He's like, yeah, I have a, a glass of water I put next to my, my bed. The next day, first thing in the morning, I drink a nice room temperature water, get myself hydrated. And I'm like, man, I never did that before. Right? I was going right to the coffee. And so I was like, all right, let me try it. I, I've been doing it ever since, right? Something s- simple. It's so simple, but it's the same thing every single day, right? Mm-hmm. And it just it just gets you centered into to who you are. But that that calmness, that mindfulness, that understanding of what kind of emotional aspect or state that you're at right now, those are leading up to your good trades, right? And then the work that you've done to put into it, now you're, you're in the right sense to recognize the trade. You're, you're allowing yourself to be patient and you're allowing yourself to, to really take the setups that you would normally take. That's the discipline that comes from the being, being mindful and being, being able to meditate, take a couple minutes to ground yourself and, uh, and then get into your, your day. Cause otherwise Stock market, that bell rings, things are up, down, all around, and you have to kind of control like 
how much is this one candle really affecting anything? Yeah. Right? How, how should I be making decisions based off of the, the one minute chart? Right. And just know it's a bigger time frame. There's a lot more happening than just that one stock and that one thing going on. So be, be ready for the chaotic experience. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. Our next tip is visualize tech visualization techniques. Now I actually had this conversation today because I was talking to somebody regarding some previous history, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, uh, the thing that I wanted to bring up, and I've heard this before, and I cannot credit whoever I heard it from. It might have been Joe Dispenza, might have been somebody else. But anyway, the, I didn't create this. Somebody else said this. They're, they know this in neuroplasticity, that the mind cannot tell the difference between something that is vividly visualized versus something that is experienced. So if you, and and there's tons of studies out there. They've got studies with musicians that have uh, you know, take one group and they practice so many hours a day. And then you take another group and they visualize the practice versus actually physically practicing. And then you put them together, you you get them to play. And, you know, sometimes the individuals that were visualizing may not play it quite smoothly the first time, but they catch up really, really quickly. And all of a sudden they're right on par as if they had been practicing physically forever. There's tons of studies out there that show this. The point that we're trying to make right now is when you visually use visualization techniques, visualize what you want to be like as a trader. So visualize what being a disciplined trader would look like for you. Take the time, do this in your meditation, close your eyes and vividly visualize it. Visualize how you feel, visualize what you're doing, visualize what you're, even the smells and as much as you can bring into that visualization, make it as vivid and as real as you possibly can. And your body is going to, recognize what that is, what it feels like, and it's going to start to change the way that you think and act because your body is going to start telling you, I am a disciplined trader and you will follow. That's just plain and simple, but you have to step into the act of actually visualizing it. Dan, do you visualize, do you do that for trading at all? Yeah. Uh, typically it happens more in my better months. I've noticed. <laughs> there I, you I'm go. Not, I'm not even. I wish I was out here just BSing. But what a what a coincidence. Yeah, when, when I when I have when I have uh, certain targets, certain goals in my mind, and I'm really focused on trying to to achieve that, those are the months where I just see the markets clearer. I see the setups clearer. I, I just I'm, I'm able to move stops in the right places better, quicker. Um, and I and I think you could visualize like what you were saying is kind of how you would feel as a trader before the mm -hmm. day starts. Just kind of, um, and it's not imagine. So I know Richard J just used the word imagine. It's not imagine, it's visualize. It's very different, right? Yes. Imagine is just now you're in the land of make-believe, right? But do you really believe that you're a good trader? Do you, do you really have the sense or are you just saying, yeah, hypothetical? If I was a good trader, what would that feel like? That's much different than I am a good trader. Uh, and then you can actually see yourself in the experience of doing it, right? And there is something to it. Um and then even like, well, how, how do I, how many hours do I want to be able to capture this month? Right. Something like that could come from like, you already see yourself there. Mm -hmm. Right. If you could place yourself in that situation, it's more likely that you you're able to get there because everything that you're doing during that month, it is, you're, you're already seeing it each and every day. You're saying, okay, this is where I'm at for the end of the month. Right. And it's scary how, how it works, but you're able to, to kind of just, you're, you're just built differently that month. You're, you're built to take 
steps in the right direction as opposed to just throwing a random gamble out or okay let's see if this one works and see if this one sticks but it is it is much different for for that but yeah i'll i will do that the the so i've read books on this and they've talked about most of it's been about music so either playing piano or playing cello or one of the other instruments but you know they talk about how the it benefits the musician and you know, you have somebody that's traveling on a plane and instead of actually bringing their instrument with them and then traveling, they'll actually practice their instrument with the fingerboard or in the air, they'll visualize it. So in addition to what we're saying here is even, you know, you've back traded some good trades, visualize actually taking one of those good trades just in your mind's eye. Again, visualize that trade. So instead of actually doing it with back trading, let's say you're at the grocery store, just take a moment while you're waiting in line and think about what did that feel like? What what did that look like? What did that setup look like? Remind yourself what it did instead of being instead of in front of a chart. It's no different than I used to do this all the time, but I play a game of golf to try and go to sleep. But I would visualize every single swing and every single shot going along the course. I would I would do that and it's just one of those things that you can do. That's one act example as well. So just practice, visualize the the back trading as well. That's another key component. We're getting some great comments, by the way. Uh, now, the next one is behavioral conditioning, which is really kind of like that reinforcement, you know, like the 